0: Welcome to Jingle Friends. Non-believers getting in the holiday spirit
1: all year round.
0: I'm Sarah Catherine. I'm Carrie Griffin. And
1: I'm Zach Kaplan.
0: This week
1: really oh, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's
0: cold
1: outside. This evening has been I'm hoping that you so drop in. very nice oh, Shelf. Oh, no, not on the shelf. No. This elf, elf. Off
2: the shelf. The
1: Shelfless Elf. That was the original <laughs> title. Just very confusing. Mm-hmm. Hey guys.
2: Hi.
1: Hey Carrie.
2: Hey.
1: Hey Sarah.
2: Hey.
1: Welcome to Elf Town.
2: <laughs> Population?
1: Us. Uh, and William Farrell.
2: And Maggie. And the Maggie dog. the
1: dog who's licking Doritos. And
2: William Farrell.
1: Ferrell. William Farrell. I guess
2: that really is his name. Yeah. You know what his child's name is? What? Magnus.
1: Magnus. Wow. He
2: has
0: a son named Magnus Farrell. <laughs> I like
1: it. Yeah, that's pretty good. It takes
0: th- confidence. Mm-hmm. And
1: I thought you were going to say. Walking around
0: being a Magnus.
1: I thought you were going to say his daughter's name is Magnus. That's the only child that I'm familiar with him having. The one who did the landlord video.
2: Oh, yeah. Landlord. I think she has a crazy name, too.
1: Maggie would be the.
2: Maggie-ness. <laughs> Maggie-ness. maggie
1: maggie <laughs> Yeah, Maggie parked. We're talking about your name. So, Carrie, this was your suggestion. This is your favorite Christmas movie. This is
2: my favorite Christmas movie. It's so much my... I watch it every year since it came out. I saw it in theaters. And some of those times I've seen it has been an elf quote-along at the Alamo Draft House. Where you quote-along with the movie and they give you fake snowballs <laughs> to have a snowball fight with. And they pour fake snow over you at the end. Oh, it's that magical.
1: Fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> it's good. The quoting part, I don't know. I would think that would get like, irritating, unless there's like a Rocky Horror type separate script or something.
2: No, I think it's just that, I don't know if this is true of everyone else who saw it, but I go with my family, namely my sister, who also knows basically every word to the script. And she would be saying those words at home anyway. So part of it's just that it washes over me like waves. (laughs) It's
1: the only way you know how to experience elf. Mm -hmm. Sarah, how about you? What's your elf history? Your elf story, if you will. Mm
0: -hmm. This is probably the second time I've watched it. Wow. Or third but, I don't. I don't. Second, probably.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, did, I mean it's good, but mm-hmm. I got my Christmas list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were you not into it before, or did this remind you of it? Didn't being give good? a shit. <laughs> Didn't give a shit. <laughs> it's a good
0: movie. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I just. I mean, I would never tell someone, "No, get that away from me, you monster." I'm not going to join your Christmas cheer. <laughs> I I would always watch it if someone offered for Christmas, but it's not a movie that I think to myself. What a wonderful movie.
1: (laughs) That's the um, sequel to that song that wasn't as popular. What a
0: wonderful Wonderful movie.
1: (laughs) He had a weird accent at that time. It was about Citizen
0: Kane. (laughs) That Um, I've only seen once and I was really young and I didn't like it at all. mm -hmm. I should watch it again because I'm sure that I didn't like it because I was like. 12.
2: It's good, but it's the thing about it is is it's just so long.
0: Yeah, and I was 12, so I wanted to just slam my face into the TV. I
2: watched it probably around the same age because that White Stripes album had just come out. um, Mm like One that got them very famous, and there's a song in it that's all quotes from movie? Wait,
1: there is? I, see, I'm a White Stripes fan and I don't know what the song is.
2: Oh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's the, but then, sure, I'm CFK, but you gotta love me. The choice no man can make, but you gotta love me.
1: Damn, okay, I do know that song.
2: That I one's all quotes from Citizen what? Kane. And Jack White said it was because the song's called The Union Forever, because he tried to learn a song, a blues song in the movie called The Union Forever, but he couldn't figure it out. It doesn't seem very hard when you watch the movie, though. So yeah. but, so he just made up a song that was quotes from it, and I was like crazy into the White Stripes so I was like I gotta watch this movie and get influenced by it like Jack White was I I've, wasn't
1: very influenced by it <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the song was the one about you gotta be the squirrel girl <laughs> So I've never yeah. seen Citizen Kane. It might as well be a movie about a squirrel. Yeah, I, I got to see that movie. It's too.
2: a movie about a talking squirrel who is also a newspaper magnate.
1: <laughs> I uh, I liked Elf too, but I didn't experience it when I was super young. I mean, you're not that much younger than us. Kara. No,
0: you're not. You're, you're not that much younger. <laughs> okay, we're all we're all really young here. Mm-hmm. We're all super young. We're all really true. Never gonna die We're a bunch of I don't know if you
2: guys knew this But this is a podcast That's run by a bunch of babies Yeah We're a bunch of babies
1: mm-hmm. We have to Sometimes we have to end Because it's our bedtime what? And we get too scared <laughs> Yeah, that's Sarah's natural voice you're hearing right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, just well,
2: very good at doing voices.
1: We, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're just really, really talented voice.
0: Fucking talented babies. little babies. <laughs> that's what we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're like Jingle Friends, talented little babies. (laughs) I won't
1: argue with that assessment. But yeah, I wasn't super young, but I never formed an attachment to it. It was just like, maybe because I saw it more as a Will Ferrell movie than a Christmas movie. Yeah,
0: I think that's the same thing for me. Like, it was a Will Ferrell movie. I think that's the
2: source of the attachment for me, uh, because I watched like a million Will Ferrell movies.
1: I did too. I don't know what it is. What the magic is. I always loved Will Ferrell movies, but I don't know. It just didn't ever. I mean, it's it's a fine movie. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> Will Ferrell, and I share a birthday. Oh, do you? Yeah. A happy Aww. birthday!
2: It's not to today. Both of you. <laughs> it's in July.
1: <laughs> and I'll know when I wish you a happy birthday that somewhere then you're
2: also thinking Will
1: Ferrell. Favorite Will Ferrell movie? Carrie.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say one, two, three, and then we'd all say it once. One of our favorite. Oh, uh,
1: well, maybe we should do that. Wait,
2: let me okay, think. Everyone, of think it of first. your favorite
1: Will Ferrell movie. Okay. One, two, three. Three, Aladdin Nights
0: <laughs>
1: What was your Sarah?
0: Anchorman. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen that one the most.
1: Uh, Carrie, what was your? Second? I said
2: Ricky Bobby because I couldn't remember the other part of the name. So we did agree. Knights.
1: Yeah.
2: I've only
0: seen that twice. Oh, it's, it's
1: good. It's good. These See are Riley. all good movies. They're all fine.
0: They're all good movies. And like, I really, I think, I think all of Will Ferrell's movies are on the same level for me. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck am I? He can make us all <laughs> look like at comedy. him. He's doing great.
1: There is one... He's he's hilarious. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There is one weird little independent movie he did, which is not so great that no one's ever heard of. It's called, like, Northern Passage or something. Uh oh Yeah, I I saw it at a time when I could rent it from a blockbuster, so it was a while ago. But it was while... It may have even been before Talladega Nights, but he was super popular, and he was trying to do something else, but it was... Yeah, you know, he wasn't the main character, and he was, like, someone's, like, weird brother. Yeah. It, it was not the best movie. It wasn't, like, the worst movie, but someone did drown a kitten in it, so.
2: Whoa!
1: Yeah, she, like, gets real sad and, like, has to move away, and she's got <laughs> this kitten and drowns it.
2: That's not, yay, if you got a kitten and you gotta move, just give it to somebody else. Yeah, right? <laughs> Everyone loves kittens. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: it's. Jesus. It, it was a movie that really wanted to be prof- profound. yeah. There's Watch
0: like, this kitten drown
1: Yeah, it was, Aren't
0: you moved?
1: Aren't you moved, people? She like, slams her hand in a drawer Just because she doesn't feel,
0: feel Question yeah. this <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyway, we aren't talking about that We're talking about Elf, oh, a much cheerier movie Where yeah. no kittens die And
0: nobody slams their fist in anything No, yeah. and Will Ferrell,
1: as always, is
0: fucking amazing
1: He's great a lot He's of, so
0: good at being a child mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he was perfect for this movie he turned down doing a sequel, which I guess was probably... I think that
0: was brilliant. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it One and done. Yeah. I think Anchorman, Talladega, Elf, and um, Step Brothers are all on the same level for me and yeah. are my favorite Will Ferrell movies. And then, like, the ice skating oh. ones, maybe a little step down. Yeah, that's a step down. Yeah. Anchorman 2, step down. Um- if
1: you're not familiar with the movie, which I don't know why you wouldn't, you would be unfamiliar with it... <laughs> <laughs> it's a weirdly grammatical sentence and so was that um it wasn't weirdly grammatical it was grammatically weird
2: Ooh.
1: he's a hubud who's in the north pole he crawled into Santa's bag as a baby and they found him in the north pole mm-hmm. now, and
2: then bob newhart whose name yeah. is papa elf
1: uh-huh.
2: despite never having children <laughs> but he always
0: wanted um
2: yeah he was just too business minded
0: yeah
2: i like that he introduces himself as papa elf though to the audience he's like, yeah. you guys don't need to know my real name
0: <laughs> yeah Because it opens on Bob Newhart, which Uh is always wonderful, and he tells us about elves
1: Mm -hmm. and that
0: elves have three jobs and Mm -hmm. they can't be anything else, (laughs) they
1: can't be dentists. Unlike, no, you can't
0: be a fucking dentist. Yeah, you either make make shoes shoes for the cobbler while he sleeps, Mm -hmm. or you're a Keebler elf making cookies in a tree. I love that it caught on fire. Yeah. That made me so happy. And then they run
2: out and one of them screams,
0: I want to make shoes. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's really good. This movie has a lot of really, really good moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then the third is one of the terms. He said there are many terms for it. It's working for Santa Claus. But one of the terms was like doing the dance. Yeah. Yeah, It was really weird Um, But it was What every elf dreams of Working for Santa Claus Which means that you work 24-7 in a workshop Your homes have no color Mm
2: -hmm. Whatsoever
0: (laughs) That is not allowed No Uh. And as soon as Christmas is over You automatically begin Preparations for the next year This is a horrible life The elf species is really (laughs) sad. They love it though. Those elves are crazy about it. Because they don't have so much sugar. (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: true. They only eat. Yeah, they they go through, like, they show Will Ferrell learning to be an elf as he gets, like, tall way before, like, super tall before. Any of the other Mm -hmm. children are even done being children. Yeah. And like their five food groups are all like candy canes, candy corn, syrup, and sugar.
1: Uh huh.
2: And it's hopped up on sugar all the time. You know,
1: Will Ferrell had to eat a lot of sugar in the making of this movie. Like, even there's a scene later when he's at the doctor's office just popping uh, cotton balls in his mouth. Those are made of undyed uh, cotton candy.
2: I'm very mad about that because. I went to the Elf Quote Along again last year, mm-hmm. and this t- that time they always give you some props. So it's like you can ring this bell whenever Santa's doing stuff, blow bubbles whenever Louis Deschanel is in the shower, um, and never it happens once the one time. <laughs> uh, they had a they had a scratch and sniff card th- this time, which was very cool. But one of the things they they gave us cotton balls to eat what during that scene but it was just a cotton ball they could have given us cotton candy yeah right why did you eat a cotton ball i know it was like just to put in your mouth i guess (laughs) when he does it but like why would you want to do that terrible alamo
0: draft house and then their floors are covered with wet cotton balls that someone Uh, has to clean up they like spit
1: them out because (sighs) no one's gonna want to swallow them
0: there are kids there though i bet some of those little kids swallowed them i bet what a bunch of dumb shits. They should have just put marshmallows in the bag and said, eat one when he eats a cotton ball. It It doesn't have to be the same goddamn thing. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but but yeah, he... i so mad about that (laughs) for some reason.
2: I put one in my mouth and then took it back out again during that scene. Did you? Yeah, for immersion. (laughs) You're
1: adorable. But yeah, Will Ferrell felt sick because he had to eat so much sugar oh
2: my god yeah
1: bob newhart's raising him as an elf even Mm -hmm. though he's so big he can't sit in his lap
2: yeah and
1: he gets like older and realizes that he's not as good at being an elf he's
2: like making these etch sketches with them and the foreman elf i guess Mm -hmm. uh comes by and asks how many he's made that day and he says 85 and that's like a tiny amount to them.
1: It's supposed oh, to be shocked. like a thousand a day. Yeah. Now, did you notice that this foreman elf was not that good of an actor?
2: <laughs> None of the elves are that good of an actor. Well,
1: well, him specifically. He has a lot of lines. Yeah, he does. The reason is, not that he's a bad actor, but the reason that a not-so-great actor was cast with such a large role is mm-hmm. that is little Peter Billingsley, who played the main character in A Christmas Story, the little boy.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: all grown up.
2: He didn't get very good at
1: acting. No, he tells Buddy that he's special, and so they give him the job of testing out the -the jack-in-the-boxes, which he's, like, really scared as he winds them up, which is hilarious. I
0: have to say, that would get on my nerves all day, too. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I guess it's timed with the music, but... I think a Jack and Box would be cooler if it wasn't time with the music. Yeah. It was sporadically
1: jumped out. Just gets to fuck you up like a little don't like daddy.
0: That would <laughs> that would be tiresome to do for an entire day, day yeah. in and day out. I've seen this movie
2: probably at least 13 times. It came out in, what, like 2003? Sounds so, about right. Yeah, so probably about 13 times. And that scares me every time. <laughs>
0: I every single Because
1: the last one doesn't look like it's going to come out. Yeah, and,
2: and you know, like, oh, you're just waiting for it to pop up, <laughs> and it's tense, and then suddenly it does. It's and I'm, so like, I'm like a pony. I'm very <laughs> easy to startle.
1: You're like one of those fainting goats. Oh,
2: bolt. Yeah. When I was
1: a little kid, I was afraid of similar things like jack-in-the-boxes. I remember being scared, like the jack-in-the-box <laughs> was going to pop out. So I really relate to this. Like, he really sells. And the movie's really good at, at representing what it was like to be a little kid and mm-hmm. will ferrell oh, yeah. is in turn really good at acting it but yeah that's one of those moments that really i'm, I'm all in at that because i remember also being scared mm-hmm. of jack in the and
2: while he's doing that he over uh-huh. he overhears the foreman talking to a different elf and saying like can you pick up this <laughs> slack on these etch sketches i feel kind of bad for buddy that's will ferrell's character by the way the movie, <laughs> buddy the elf yeah um but he doesn't, you know, it's not his fault. He doesn't know that he's not really an elf. Yeah. And then Will Ferrell passes
0: out and lands on an elf. He says if he hasn't realized that he's a human yet. Yeah. He never will. Uh
1: huh. And he has like all these flashbacks. My favorite one being like he's just kicking ass at a basketball game. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Really I love that montage. And you see just how massive he's been compared to everyone mm-hmm. else.
2: And their example of why he's special that he remembers during that too is one of the elves say you are the lowest voice in the elf choir you bring us down a full octave in a good way <laughs> yeah it's crazy too because it's not even just like will ferrell isn't just a human sized person will ferrell's crazy
1: tall yeah he's, will he's so he's like towering <laughs> above people anyway plus they force perspective it a little bit so that oh
0: yeah. yeah yeah they do a great job
1: yeah i'm i don't know if it's forced perspective it's probably cgi and well, i bet
0: screens. it was though when
2: there is a scene where he runs home after that and then he goes into his room and he slams the door and he's all hunched over squished into his tiny room and then he opens the door and a, like a full the full body of Bob Newhart is standing there to talk to him i bet that's for his perspective right
0: Uh, Yeah, it could be. The thing that I thought was weird about that scene, he doesn't run into his room. He runs into the bathroom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's sitting on the toilet. (laughs) And it's really, yeah. And it's really weird that he's sitting on the toilet in his clothes. And because he ran into the bathroom to sit on the toilet... I thought, does he not have a bedroom? <laughs> because why isn't he ready to do his bedroom? Well,
2: they show him during that montage sleeping in his bed, and it's like two elf beds pushed together, and he yeah. still doesn't
0: fit in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't realize he's an elf. And also, I'll point out at this point, since we're talking about the various rooms, that the whole thing in the workshop was based on the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, not claymation, stop-ocean thing. And so were their outfits. Apparently, they look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I have a hat that looks like
2: one of those hats, too, that my sister Mm. made for us to wear to those cool ones. Aww. (laughs) That's Um, adorable. yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of references to it. They've got... Um, the snowman who's coming up soon.
1: The jazzy, in hot. The jazzy yeah. snowman.
0: So he overhears that he's actually a human, passes out on an elf, I like to think kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then his father, uh, yeah, finds him on the toilet and decides now's the time to tell him <laughs> how he came to be in the North Pole. And what's so interesting is that Bob Newhart knows so much about this orphan baby that climbed into Santa's sack and then was accidentally carried back to the North Pole. He really did his research. He knows who the mother was who the father was that they were in college that she didn't tell him mm-hmm. that he was born that she gave uh, birth to him but didn't want him so put him up for adoption then re- recently died a few years back yeah <laughs> like, so this means he's just been tracking all of them yeah. because he also knows exactly where his father is yeah what he does for a living <laughs> here's his name and he works in the Empire State Building yeah
1: how does he know any of this they don't even know where they picked the kid up
2: because Santa.
0: Santa's got that knowledge. I guess Santa just fucking knows shit. He's
1: all-knowing. He's like, I, Santa's okay. basically God. God. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Santa's a dip, my God. Yeah.
1: I believe it now. Um, Is this the point where he goes and asks advice from the jazzy snowman?
2: Yeah, it definitely is. (laughs) So he runs out into the snow and he's like acting really huge. I love his acting in this. And he's just look so upset (laughs) running in the snow. And he runs up to a jazzy snowman that you might recognize from Rudolph, but you might also recognize as... Looking and sounding exactly like Leon Redbone. Because he Redbone.
1: <laughs> and he tells him that he shouldn't be afraid of New York.
2: He went there when he was a young cloud.
1: Yeah, which makes me wonder, are clouds, like, um, are, do clouds have a consciousness? And does that consciousness go, just go into the snowmen <laughs> that are created by its snow? I don't know. There's some weird logic
2: to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, is the ground alive then?
1: Well, the whole ground? I think everything's alive. This movie has very. This movie was very highly influenced by like Japanese spirituality, oh, where everything yeah. has a soul. I mean, you can really well, see it. it's only very, in the
0: North Pole. Only yeah. in the North
1: Pole. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Nothing what else. Think in
0: New York, not so much. Not yeah, even the people I, have
1: souls in New York. Oh. Yeah.
0: Because he decides to venture off to find his papa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: Santa tells him not to listen to the snowman because he's never been anywhere because he doesn't have any feet, which is the best thing in the <laughs> world. And then he tells him as a warning that um, his dad's on the naughty list.
1: Haha! huh and then we get to see why he's on the naughty list.
2: Yeah, and it's my favorite line in the whole movie.
1: What's that line?
2: <laughs> so they set it up. It's James Conn, It's his dad, and he's talking to someone and you don't see them yet about how he's not going to order any more or he's not going to send any more of these. He's going to take their
1: books back.
2: Yeah. He's going to take the ones they already gave these. He's like a children's book publisher. Uh He's going to take their books back and they show that it's a nun. He's taken away like from an orphanage. And the nun says, but the children love the books in the stupidest way. (laughs) (laughs) And I was shocked at the elf quote along that, uh, because my sister and I always say that to each other. Everyone said that line together. And I thought it was just this weird thing that she and I liked, but apparently ah. others have caught to the fact that it's a weird intonation.
1: <laughs> when you have one line in a movie, you're gonna make that line count.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah they they haven't paid the they haven't they're made all the payments on the books. He didn't even donate the books to the orphanage. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah. I love that after she said that, he says, Oh, well, you yeah, know, Thank you for your <laughs> feedback. We always love to hear from <laughs> focus groups.
2: I know yeah nice
0: hundred percent dismissive, yeah. Yeah, oh, brilliant! Pretty he's an good. Ass. He's a really good asshole. In this. So, yeah.
1: so Will Ferrell he's gonna trek down to New York, which he does by walking. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. First well, th- first he does it by Rudolph, the Rudolph's way of traveling. Not actually by Rudolph. Yeah, I wish and that he rode Rudolph. Yeah, right. Give that him a ride. Cool. He does but, the old iceberg. Flow. Yeah, he just yeah. goes to, um, goes to an iceberg, says goodbye to a penguin. A, a puffin an
2: arctic puffin
0: and a walrus yeah
2: and,
1: and a then, polar bear and, then, and the, then they get really scared because a narwhal comes out just yeah. to say goodbye
2: and then it's
0: like scary music too so you think yeah. it's gonna
2: be but it's just this
0: narwhal sorry right. narwhal Well, no even friends. buddy looks kind of frightened Yeah, but then it turns out they know each other yeah <laughs> it's a, it was a weird fake out
1: <laughs> yeah it was a jump scare
0: yeah <laughs> a
2: slow jump
0: scare <laughs> but we watch as the beauty and imagination of the North Pole drifts away to the actual real life and he meets a raccoon that won't talk to him because it's an actual raccoon that wants to eat his face yeah
1: this is the first (laughs) of a few different scenes that end up with like fighting which I guess maybe because it's basically a kids movie Mm -hmm. but most of these things seem (laughs) like it's a little much to go so oh well they get in a fight it's very Looney Tunes esque yeah yeah
2: Yeah, because he, like, well, I mean, if you think about actual raccoon behavior.
1: It wouldn't just, like, jump on him. It run away.
0: This one's out in the wild, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the way that he was approaching it was like he was on the attack. Because he he kept saying, do you want a hug? That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because of that, because at first, the raccoon just warns him with a hiss. Yeah. And raises his own arms to show dominance.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: As in, like, just back the fuck up. And Buddy decides, oh, you you need a hug. You're Mm -hmm. sad. And comes at him with his arms open. And then the raccoon attacks. I'd do it. I'd attack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if I was a raccoon, any old day. That's true. Totally.
1: Somehow Buddy misses Canada entirely and just heads straight to New York. Mm
2: -hmm, And then walks through the Lincoln Tunnel.
1: Yeah. She's
0: fucking terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, up against the side of it. Uh
1: Uh-huh. It's pretty great. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> He ends up finding the Empire State Building and- by
2: looking at a snow globe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he first he eats a bunch of gum from the sidewalk. Oh, God. That's <laughs> no, so he gross. eats it off of a subway entrance.
0: Yeah. yeah. After
2: Santa told him like, "Don't eat it. It's not free candy," but he loves it. He goes crazy. Man,
0: taking the subway, living in New York, and seeing him do that—so nasty. He right. runs
2: into a coffee shop that has world's greatest cup of coffee in their window, and he says like, "Congratulations, you, you did, did it." it. <laughs> So he cool. also Love gets it. his
0: shoes shined yeah! and then laughs because it tickles. He's wearing somehow. Like felt shoes. Oh. How are they getting shy? <laughs> how is he paying for it? Yeah, he has no money. Yeah, that guy's gonna be pissed when he's done. Yeah, exactly. They
1: didn't show that. There's a cut. There's a deleted scene where they also get in a fight. So <laughs> most things end up, and most conflict ends up with a fight in this movie.
2: He hops from stripe to stripe on the crosswalk that would drive me nuts yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's having a good time and then a cab honks at him and he tries to hon- hop back the other way
1: he ends up at the Empire State Building and finds the right office like he presses all the buttons in the elevator yeah
2: cause it looks like a
0: beautiful Christmas
1: tree and the guy and can
0: be furious right,
1: the guy he's riding the elevator with does not seem to care he's a very patient man mm-hmm. the Yorkers are a lot more patient than they get credit for guys uh, I don't know yeah I would be pissed off too <laughs> I,
0: I would be pissed it, but then again he comes across as the, pretty much in the entire movie if you were to meet Will Farrell you would think that he had a learning disability yeah. yeah like you you would just think that yeah i'm surprised that uh not more people react to that <laughs> and like they they don't discuss how they need to get him help right <laughs> Um <laughs> instead they just decide that we're just gonna accept his solution. Yeah. And- It's really strange that they're not like, oh, he must, you know what, he just must be mentally disabled. We just need to find out what's wrong and how we can help him.
1: Like, there's two points that kind of touch upon it in the worst way possible. There's when later on they go, he does a DNA test to see if he and his dad are related. The
2: fastest DNA test ever. Right. Right. The (laughs) the
1: doctor's just like, oh, just go along with it and eventually they'll snap out of it. Like, okay. (laughs) The other part where they mentioned is like at the very end, when Spoiler alert, he's made up with his dad. His dad's mm-hmm. like, well, you may have a chemical imbalance, but you're okay by me. It's <laughs> yeah. like, wait a second. No, you get him help. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'm Wait, jumping. when he
0: said that, was the, did he already know everything, though?
1: No, that was right before he learned everything. But uh, that, that was okay. like when he had come around to Buddy being someone who was worthwhile as having as a son, but he didn't believe him yet. Anywho, back to where we are He's pressed all the buttons He's gonna go see his dad And then we see Amy Sidaris, his secretary mm-hmm. I love you, Amy Sidaris. for some reason
2: talking about how she's never declawed kittens before on the yes. phone <laughs> yeah. so she's like, what well, so she's going to do it. <laughs> Just bring
1: them by <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of different versions of that Where she's just improvising different conversations Some weird
0: thing Yeah, it has yeah to be. I'm sure yeah. I wish there was more of
2: her
1: She's great She's
2: the best, I love her so much
1: yeah later on there's another great person from the indie comedy world
2: oh Matt Walsh
1: Matt Walsh is in it too mm-hmm. some good people in this movie yeah. but she thinks he's a Sanagram or a Candygram or something mm-hmm. and she must be the worst secretary ever because this is one of many times where she just interrupts whatever meeting or telephone call he's on to be like there's something important happening she, it she never knows, is that important she
2: also says it's me on the
0: intercom yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he Know what it is i love that
1: it's crazy Aww, yeah it's
0: so good and in another scene she just walks in and he has to tell her intercom yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but yeah he comes in and he's like i'm i'm your son dad i'm your son mm-hmm. and he's like this is a really weird Gram. aren't you gonna sing a song or anything and he's yeah. like well you never met me before <laughs> <laughs> i
2: think i could probably do that whole song from memory Please. It's um. Oh God! No, no, I, I can't. I'm think because all I can think of is now when he sings in the store and he says, "I'm in a store and I'm singing." I'm in a store. But yeah, he says like, "I'm your son and you never met me." Yeah, I don't remember it. Uh, I only remember that it ends with, "I love you, I love you, I love you."
0: I I gotta say, Carrie. Just saying, that never happened on Mother's Christmas Carol. I know. <laughs> for me, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know it like— I don't the- know
0: Did have a for Zach for Grinch. Money. I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know it like the back of your hand. Why don't you go ahead and tell it?
0: Well, I have a scar where I fell off my bicycle and a mole. <laughs> yeah. No, tell the story,
1: not your hand. <laughs> okay. Go listen to their episode about that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: a good. It's a goodie My mind's like back. a
2: sieve. Is the thing. <laughs>
1: What's a sieve like?
0: It's a one well, a strainer.
1: Oh, okay. with holes. It just all falls through. Yeah. Except yeah. for like just the falls noodles. Through.
0: Like, Except for like the big chunks. Yeah. And the
2: noodles. Yeah. The noodles stay.
1: The noodles. The
2: noodles I love spaghetti. <laughs>
0: and so
1: does Buddy with maple syrup. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that Which would be is good.
0: So gross, and I can't believe I've these eaten these it
1: poor before. Actors, actors. <laughs> I'm
0: sure these poor actors have eaten it.
1: Right. Did you try it because of this movie, Carrie?
2: Yeah, my sister made it, and we put M Ms in it. And it was very
1: gross. Oh God! I do
2: not recommend it.
1: Did it have tomato, tomato ketchup, tomato sauce as well, or just no. okay? At least you didn't do that. And at the elf
2: long they have a contest to see who can eat the bowl the fastest.
1: It's Sounds sticky and horrible. Yeah, Carrie's nodding. Carrie's nodding. (laughs)
0: Correct. Yeah, that's right.
1: Dear podcast listeners, <laughs> Let
2: the record show. <laughs> Carrie I nodded. Maggie was giving me a look like what the fuck is wrong with you just now?
1: G- <laughs> <laughs> um, but his dad says like sends him away, of course, and he he mentions like yeah, or the, the guards that are throwing him out mention uh why don't you go back to To Gimbal's to Gimbal's, mm-hmm. which was a store that closed in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. It's- so weird. It's supposed to
0: be Macy's. It, yeah. it
1: is. I guess it would, must have been really easy to get the Gimbal's trademark.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, because it doesn't it. exist.
1: It used mm-hmm. to exist, though. So there's probably someone who has the rights to it. But
2: I bet they were psyched, though.
1: Yeah, like, right. Remember Gimbal's. <gasps> someone remembers Gimbal's. Yeah. It's like one little old man, like old man Gimbal, <laughs> is sitting atop his <clears throat> his fortune.
2: His gimbals fortune,
1: but he sees. I think this might be where he sees the department store gimbals, which looks very Christmassy. Mm -hmm. And he's crossing the road, and I think this might be where he almost gets hit by a cab. Yeah, but he's dressed as an elf, so of course, the people who work there think that he belongs in the Christmas display. It's strange that they don't notice he's wearing a completely different outfit (laughs) than the other elves
0: a a much better looking outfit than everyone else's. Manager, Yeah. yeah, the manager doesn't realize that, but the manager. Finds him in the lingerie department, (laughs) and he's looking at this nighty that says for someone special. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: it pays off later because he sends it to his dad with a note that says like like, it it says for someone special for someone special. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: which was what was on the advertisement. Yeah, because he doesn't realize that (laughs) it's for sex.
1: He's a naive child,
0: which brings me to my point at the end of the this film. <laughs> I have an issue with the ending of this film. Yeah. Okay,
1: but yeah, he doesn't, and he doesn't even say like like he spots him, the manager for the Christmas department, spots him looking at the ninety. He's not like, well, this looks like someone who I've never seen before. I don't remember hiring them, but but they must belong in the Christmas department. So he brings him down where he meets Zoe de Chanel. Mm-hmm. Zoe with her
2: blonde blonde hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. when she had blonde hair, that Zoe de Chanel in this movie has made me wonder. So many times if I should dye my hair that color.
1: Really? (laughs) Because we have
2: a similar sort of skin tone, eye color, hair color combo.
1: I don't know.
0: But I don't think it would work. I think I would look crazy.
1: (laughs) Just do it. Just do it, girl.
0: Yeah, just see it. Why not?
1: So Zoe de Chanel is it Zoe or Zooey?
0: Zoe. Zoe de Chanel.
1: She's this very kind of she's she's not very confident in herself. She's a little sarcastic. She. This movie feels like you're familiar with the term mani- manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's a uh, manic pixie dream elf of sorts. Dream in boy. This film. Yeah. Because yeah,
0: yeah, they switch places. Uh-huh. He's Zoe. This is a role
2: that before she went, like, hard into that manic pixie dream girl kind of stuff, Uh she used to play a lot of, she was in a lot of smaller, like, indie movies, and she would play a lot of these kind of sarcastic... Um, girls mm. who worked in a, st- a sarcastic girl who worked in a store before- <laughs> she would play a lot she was the sister in Almost Famous number ah. two who before- was kind of like that
1: before the world knew her as adorable.
2: before she was so adorkable
1: she's so adorable guys all well it
0: took was having her natural hair color
2: <laughs> yep I did it and bangs and <laughs> <A> glasses <laughs>
0: yeah and a ukulele yep yeah. oh yeah I might exactly be
2: her <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Things I don't think she's exactly bad. Like,
2: I like her a lot, yeah.
1: I just feel like that the world found a way to market that mm-hmm. and then shoved it down our throats a little bit. Uh-huh. But I don't think it's her fault, and I don't think it's a bad thing. So I don't yeah. mean to make fun of her. I like her.
2: I like her. I like her music a lot.
1: And I hear you You were the fan of the show New Girl, Sarah. You can confirm it's a good yeah,
0: show. Yeah, I watched it for a bunch of seasons. I I stopped. Yeah, uh-huh. I haven't seen the most it, recent... One, I think it was just kind of the same, but yeah, it was good. So I kind of fell
1: off the off the new girl. It the best one on it.
0: He's yes, Winston is the best.
1: Um, but he's talking to her because what's what's their conversation about?
2: He thinks she's very beautiful because she is like lighting a tree, and lights shine on her face, and it's very flattering. And he tells her she did a really good job. Decorating the
1: tree. Mm-hmm.
2: And the boss tells him that Santa's coming tomorrow and he freaks out.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Like, well, like, oh, Santa's going to be here. I
2: know him.
1: So he finds a way to stay in the store overnight. He sneaks. He sneaks He hides.
0: sleeps in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he sleeps in it because when the manager says that Santa's coming, Will Ferrell just loses all of his shit yeah. and screams Santa at the top of his lungs, mm-hmm. which I love uh-huh. because Will Ferrell just, he, all of these characters that he usually plays is just all of these emotions to the max. Yeah, Any emotion at all, you just do it to the extreme. I think he said in an interview before that that's what they did for Step Brothers. Uh-huh. And that's why it was so much fun is that you just have extreme emotions I feel like he does it so much. And in Elf, it's so sweet yeah. when he does it.
2: Like, Stepbrothers and Elf kind of have that in common, in that it's both him doing Emotions to the Max because he's supposed to be kind of a child mm-hmm. character. But an is a very sweet child character, so it's yeah. very endearing. Yeah. Right?
0: Like, you just love Elf.
2: Yeah.
0: Elf. You love Buddy. <laughs> yeah. His name is Elf. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At one point, Santa calls him Mr. Elf, so... <laughs> last name,
1: I guess. So, yeah, he he stays in the store overnight so that he can make a really good show for Santa. Yeah. And even though he was apparently not a great Elf, he's a really good Elf in this situation. He really fucking knocks yeah. it out.
0: I think that thing is is that compared to humans uh-huh. he is amazing yeah. but compared to elves he is the
1: worst that's yeah. true he even like puts a etch a sketch on the tree, and it's got Mona Lisa that he's made in it. I don't yeah. know what that. And make- he did
2: a bunch of them that say like a bunch of light brights that say "Welcome Santa." Yeah, he, he- makes the New York. He cuts out of Lego.
1: Yeah, he really rearranges the store so much so the next day they think someone's been called in. To- but
2: first, he hears a beautiful voice. Singing. Yes. And he's drawn to it. Uh-huh. Even though it's in a bathroom.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't and know it's what bathrooms kind of are.
0: The worst song. Yeah, it's Baby It's Cold Outside.
1: Yes, which has a complicated history.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's the worst song for this scene yeah. because of that complication. Because it's the song itself. I'm totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a flirty song. She's not saying what's in this drink because she's worried it was spiked. Yeah. She's saying it because that was just a turn of phrase. Yeah. Why to I mean, I so? oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't control myself. Yeah. It's
2: just in a modern context, it sounds kind of icky. Yeah. But it doesn't, yeah. it's not
0: intended that way. There's nothing no, in it's not drink. No, it's all just a flirtation. Yeah. Like, and that's, that sums it up in the line where she says like well I'm gonna say at least I try Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and
1: she does say I know no no at one point and but another f- wrinkle to this song is that originally it was sung by a husband and wife yeah. who went around to parties and this was like they kind of became well known for like oh they're gonna do their song and it was kind of the night closer it was it was a society thing at the time to do this type of thing so that became their song and sh- the wife was like furious that the guy ended up selling the lyrics and selling the song to oh, be wow. mass marketed because wow. it was just this nice little thing that this husband and wife did Aww. so with all of that like i think the song gets a little bit of a bad rap for
0: it totally does yeah. however it is Quite creepy, it yeah. <laughs> for a man to sit on a sink, yes, and sing it yes. while listening to a woman who has no idea he's there yes. <laughs> taking a shower uh-huh.
2: and singing it. But it's weird. like, I guess it's just that they wanted something that had like a romantic tinge to it.
1: And it's a duet, and they
2: wanted to. Yeah, it's a back and
1: forth. Yeah, so she doesn't hear him at first because he's kind of like and cold outside. And like as it swells, he like can't help himself and he gets super loud Mm -hmm. because because as we
2: learn mm -hmm. in Elf School in the beginning. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
1: Yeah. So this. uh, So, yeah, she's just like, what are you doing? Get out of here. And it's just like a cute moment. When In any other context, it would be very, very creepy.
2: Yeah. Then they later encounter each other and she's impressed that he did all the decorating. Yeah. Kind of makes up for it. Like becomes clear that he's just sort of. A childlike weirdo to her. It so would
1: it. it would be I mean, he didn't peek at her, which is yeah. something. But she does like call him on and he's like, I didn't know you were gonna be naked. I don't know. I think in real life if if there wasn't a movie plot to get onto then there would be a little more consternation about him. Oh yeah. I
0: would think <laughs> he was he was mentally disabled. Like yeah. I automatically would think that. I wouldn't go out on a date with him right. because HR. <laughs> well, I would think that <laughs> he has true. the IQ of a 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what I think it is. Right? Yeah.
1: It's it's a regular it's like in the movie Big where like the child has a relationship with yeah. an adult. It's it's somewhere along the line someone should say i need to figure out if this is morally okay or not yeah but but is
2: not a child he's just childlike
1: but she does with elves right but as sarah was saying yeah i would think that he is mentally handicapped yeah and i would or or differently abled i don't know what the politically correct term is differently abled refers to more of physical handicaps, right? I don't know. Yeah. You're
0: fine. I think you're fine. Okay.
1: But he... Uh, yeah. Please write
0: to us if we're not. <laughs> yeah. Let us know.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Police uh, us.
2: Yeah, please. Please police and, us. Help us learn and grow. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Mm-hmm. We like to yeah. hear these things.
1: Yes. Uh, but, yeah, she should have a moment where she's like, I should figure out if what I'm doing is <laughs> yeah. okay. But, anyway, she... Is they 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 move past that and
2: the manager tells her to do six inch ribbon curls. Uh huh. He sh- says six inches in a really weird way. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that
0: she said that's impossible.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> seems not that impossible. Yeah, really, it's
0: really
2: not. Santa shows up.
1: Yeah, time oh, passes. Yeah. And- Toddie
2: Lang playing oh, him. Okay. Yeah
1: he realizes he's not Santa and calls him out in front of all the kids.
2: Yeah, he says he smells like beef and cheese and then he rips off <laughs> his beard.
1: Yeah, and that's a, this is another needless fight. Like, you would think <laughs> that this guy who's just been hired to play Santa and is really upset that some weird worker has exposed him and is making a huge deal out of it, mm-hmm. which just it wouldn't make me go crazy and start fighting him and try, he, like, picks up a pipe and starts trying to beat him <laughs> with a pipe. It's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, he gets really mad about him taking off the beard in front of the kids. You yeah. like I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be the shit out of the guy.
1: It's a little much. It's a little much. But they. That's New York, baby. Yeah, yeah. only in New York. I'm Santa here.
2: And then Buddy gets thrown in jail. Yeah. Of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And this
2: is where his dad is opening the package with the 90. Yeah. Because he also has a, a letter that has a picture of him with Buddy's mom, Susan yeah. Wells. In it. Yeah, they yeah Buddy this made.
0: Stuff? His dad, uh, adopted dad, Bob Mm -hmm. Newhart. He had a picture. He had the picture. Uh, He must have given it to Buddy. Buddy made him a Christmas card Mm -hmm. that had a drawing on one side of Buddy, and then on the other side, he had taped the photo on it. And then that made him think, oh, wow, he may really be my kid.
2: So he gets him out of jail. He bails him out of jail because he calls. He uses one phone call to call his dad. (laughs) Yeah. And... Uh, so he immediately takes him to Jon Favreau, the doctor, to get a super a quickie DNA test. Jon
1: Favreau also the director of this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, the DNA test is just a pinprick finger. That's not. Yeah, right. that can't be. You just swab
0: the inside of his mouth free.
1: Yeah, I just well. well they, the
0: results get back real quick.
2: I know DNA <laughs> tests. My sister, my sister's a biologist, uh, and she'll comment on this every single time because of that.
1: She's like, "It's a really quick
2: DNA test."
1: Remember that uh, fake company that had this like pin? You can get DNA out of a pin prick in your finger, and then it turned out to be a big scam. And all these... I don't know
2: about this.
1: Yeah, uh, is it
2: like Twenty Three and Me? I think no, that's a not, real
1: thing. It's not like <laughs> that. It's 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 it was this whole different. uh, It was this whole thing that was going to revolutionize genetic testing, and they were gonna. You could get a. Any DNA information you wanted from a pinprick of blood, but like all of the scientists never were never communicated. They were sworn to secrecy. Nothing was uh, peer reviewed. Anything like that. It was this whole crazy thing. Like one scientist started questioning it, uh, the science, and the president of it like ruined his career, and he like killed himself. It was wow. huge. What they do
2: with the blood?
1: I don't know. But the the woman who apparent who was young millionaire, one of the biggest innovators ever, she was on the cover of I think like Time magazine and all this stuff, and then it turned out that it was a huge false thing and yeah, it 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 went from like one of the most exciting innovative companies in Silicon Valley to The Crazy Scandal. Yeah, I'll look up the name of it and put it in this episode description if you're interested in reading more about it. It's fascinating. But that's how I knew that this was bullshit.
0: I love the doctor scene because this is where he's eating the cotton balls, but the whole interaction between... Buddy and his dad mm-hmm. Is so adorable Because he does actually Treat him like a child In that moment Where he's like Okay Buddy And like turning him around And Buddy keeps Turning the wrong way <laughs> yeah. the He's listening to his necklace Yeah Well yeah He asks him He says Can I listen to your necklace <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um And it's just oh, It's so funny Yeah
1: He's like a little kid Who can't sit still Which I'm sure Was done so well Because he's hopped up On so much sugar mm-hmm. But yeah That's like He talks to, um, and he
2: talks about all this stuff that they're going to do afterwards to distract him and it's all Christmas stuff but it's there's one Easter thing he's <laughs> Painting like payday that's Easter come on yeah <laughs> I like that he's like not a, he's like I won't do it if it's Easter
1: <laughs> dad helps don't do Easter
0: and I loved it when he's in the waiting room and the little and girl, girl. Mm-hmm. yeah that scene where he's holding the cotton ball against his finger um, and that I love the exchange when he tells her that he's a human that was raised by elves. And she says, I'm a human that was raised by humans. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he says he likes to have met.
0: In a, oh, I think he says this to Jovi at some point. He said,
2: because she's in a costume. He says he's excited to meet another human with an affinity for elf culture.
1: In the
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's
1: good stuff.
2: And he eats a cotton
1: ball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, of that has his blood on it, yeah. too.
1: So they find out it's really his son, and he takes him home and meets his girlfriend, the dad's girlfriend, his wife, wife, the dad's wife, his his girlfriend. It's
0: Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, his wife and child. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're not the same person.
0: No, his wife and child are not the same person.
1: (laughs) His wife and, yeah, buddy's brother. And Mary Steenbridge is very supportive. She's
2: like. She's great. Pretty naturally cool with it. Yeah. Her re- reaction when they cut to her is like, this is great. You have a son. Or another from son. another son from a previous
0: relationship. Yeah, she's
1: totally cool with it. She's not like, you never told me about this. Yeah. Or, or is he okay? He seems mentally handicapped.
0: Mm-hmm. I everything, again, she doesn't say anything about it either. Yeah. Yeah, she's a great wife. She's very yeah. understanding. Mm-hmm. We see that like he's not having dinner with them. He's always taking it into his room. Mm-hmm. But she's still, she's still standing by him. Standing yeah, by him meanwhile
2: his son is really grumpy about how
0: absent his father is. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he's also kind of suspicious of Buddy. Mm-hmm. He's a teenager.
0: He's the only one that is rightly so suspicious <laughs> right? of him. Yeah,
2: he's not immediately like... Yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) Uh Yeah,
0: everyone else is totally on board. Uh
1: They eat spaghetti, but he puts his own little bottle of maple syrup that he keeps secreted (laughs) away in his sleeve on it. And the next day he makes uh, the wife... He thinks breakfast. that that's
2: just what they eat for yeah.
1: all meals.
0: <laughs> right? That's <laughs> how I breakfast. took it too. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. took it
1: that way too that
0: he was like, this is what you like. Yeah. Uh-huh. He also chugs at dinner an entire two liter of soda in one go yeah. and then burps for like a full minute.
1: That burp was, that was so for the kids. Maurice LaMarche. Maurice LaMarche recorded that burp, the <laughs> oh, voice really? of the brain. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's awesome. He's like um, the main burp guy for
0: voiceover.
1: (laughs) So funny. So
0: long. I loved that the kid, though, not impressed. Not impressed at
1: all. He's only impressed the next day when there's a snowball fight.
0: Yeah. Um, Buddy is left at
2: home alone in the apartment, and he gets scared of the radiator. (laughs) So he leaves. Uh, um, Real quick. Yeah.
0: So the night before... Uh, there's a really sad scene where Buddy uh, screams for his dad because mm-hmm. he needs to be tucked in to be able to go to oh, sleep. Yeah. His his dad actually does tuck him in, but then as he leaves, oh, Buddy says to him, "Dad, I love you," and he just looks at him and says, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah. And then leaves. It's so sad. I think it's
1: sadder that Buddy's feet are sticking out on the bottom of the bed. Gonna get
0: cold. I know. And then in the morning, also right before, the dad tells Buddy that he needs to change his clothes. He needs to lose the tights as soon as possible. And Buddy is like, okay. And he turns around and he just. Takes down his drawers And then the wife comes back in yeah. And she sees Buddy's dick He's not wearing <laughs> underwear <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah
0: And dick wear... be swinging yeah. And those
1: tights must be stinky by then like, yeah, that's he only his has, only... yeah, he seems
0: to only have one pair of tights
1: yeah. But That's
0: what I don't understand Is that he kept telling him to change his clothes But he has no clothes I know, yeah
1: Give him some clothes He later gives him some clothes
0: They later but... finally give him some clothes Yeah, yeah.
1: So Buddy finds uh, on his way around the city after he's uh, left the apartment he mm-hmm. meets the boy at school yeah and he's like hey you, i don't you recognize me i'm your brother it's me your brother the boy does <laughs> pretends not to know him but then the boy is bombarded by snowballs by all the other kids First i guess he
2: says hey good news I saw a dog today. My my most quoted lie.
1: (laughs) I guess this kid is picked on or something. I don't know. They don't go into why these kids want to fight him with snowballs, but they do. Yeah, they're throwing
2: snowballs at him, and Buddy, with his elf powers, can make a ton of them super quick and throw them Um, super good.
1: Yeah, and he wins the child's respect, and they Mm -hmm. have the fun Christmassy day that Buddy's always wanted, running around the city and exploring and just doing all the christmas stuff.
2: They go back to Gimbles uh-huh. and
1: jump on the beds.
2: Jump on the beds. And he talks about Jovi and the kid. Jovi
1: being <laughs> Zoe Deschanel's character and also yeah, a yeah. very odd name that they never mention.
2: Yeah, and um he Oh yeah, you were saying you've never met a Jovi before.
1: Never met a Jovi before. We
2: both know a Jovi. We, we do. all know a Jovi. We just know that his first name is Bon.
1: God. <laughs> God. The You're s- the worst. <laughs> nope. You're the yeah, worst.
0: Go work me. <laughs> anyway, they go back and it's
2: the room to ask her out.
0: Yeah, he convinces him to ask her out, saying that, um, ask her to go get some food, because that's code. Yeah. yeah,
2: eat food.
1: And he goes, and he's like, do you want to eat food? Wink.
0: <laughs> you no, know,
2: the code. Also, yeah. the manager is taking over his Santa now, but he's not even wearing the beard correctly. Right? <laughs> he's just wearing it under his chin. I wonder, him.
0: I think, yeah, no, I think that's the reason, is because they were like, uh, if we if we pass the beard on fully, they're not going to know that it's the manager from before
2: yeah She's just like no that guy's pretty distinctive looking like,
0: hey. yeah <laughs> we but, would have figured it out they call him by name and then point at him yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: so he asks zoe de chanel out and she initially sounds like she's turning him down but really she's just free on thursday so they make a date for thursday yeah time passes yeah <laughs> <laughs> He has to go to work with his dad the next day because he's too scared of the furnace to stay home, basically. (laughs) It
0: sounds very evil. And he's wearing grown-up clothes. Yeah. Yeah, He gets some suits. An
1: ill-fitting suit from his dad's closet, which isn't that Mm ill-fitting. They could have done more comedy but how ill-fitting the suit was. Yeah, it
0: fit him
2: pretty well. Fit him pretty well. Especially considering how much taller... Will yeah. Ferrell is the James
1: God. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> seems like he's like a foot taller. <laughs> Missed opportunity.
0: And uh, then I love the interaction again when he's back. People are looking at him because they remember him as the elf from the telegram. Yeah. Um, and Amy Sedaris... Is just so adorable again, She's and so he's like, "Do you it.
1: remember me?" She's like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. I almost didn't recognize you. Yeah. So he's sitting in the corner, just talking about Francisco's Francisco, is the name of one of his coworkers workers really likes the name. The, it's
0: just so fucking adorable. Don't you want Will Ferrell to be your child? It's Absolutely. Super cute, yeah.
1: <laughs> the um the one of the previous scenes with the father, we see him saying, "It's okay that two pages are just missing from this children's book because the kids are too dumb to." figure it out. Yeah. They just like pictures. So this next scene we see his boss come in and basically be like, What the fuck? This is a really stupid idea. My kid's really mad by the way yeah. the story is bad anyway.
2: You signed off on it. It I've- makes
1: you wonder why this guy is even in children's publishing to begin with. If you can't even tell like why you like there's there's grumpy children's publishers that are good at children's publishing.
0: I know, yeah. Well remember what Mike Reese said, who and Mike Reese has written a lot of children's books. Mm. Friend of the show, he Mike Reese, he said that a lot of children's authors don't like children, <laughs> and I feel like that's probably the same thing for a lot of teachers. Don't like like don't want to have their own children either. Mm.
2: I'm, I think I mentioned before, eagle-eared listeners will remember I'm a graduate student doing a library sciences degree, probably children's librarian in the future. I don't want
0: kids. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of who gets into that field of <laughs> weirdly, work. Weirdly, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't you, make sense, but that's the way it works.
1: You don't want them to be your life. You just want them like a few little minutes of the day. <laughs> I
0: that don't know. It's kind them. of
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of nice that it's like no matter what, you're still having an impact in future generations. Yeah. yeah. So someone
1: else has got you're to do You're just not work. a
0: birther. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What? That's a different thing.
2: Um, Mike Reese in like the author description is, in his books has something like, like all children's authors, Mike Reese does not have any children of his own. It's <laughs> pretty good. It's
1: true. Yeah. So yeah, his boss is yelling at him and he's like, you've got to get another book by Christmas Eve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Christmas Eve, but that's... I don't know if this is that exact scene where that happens and now that I'm thinking back, but who cares?
2: But it's around then, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Buddy do.
2: is disgusted by coffee. And then sent to work in the mailroom.
1: Where he finds that the syrup that you should put in coffee is alcohol.
2: Yeah, he doesn't know this. He thinks it's syrup and a guy down there is pouring Mm. some into his
1: coffee. Who I was like, do I recognize this guy? He just looks like people I recognize. (laughs) He looks kind of like the giant from Big Fish. He looks kind of like uh danny treo but he's obviously not danny treo but it's like
2: i like a white danny treo
1: <laughs> yeah right i still looked him up to see what other movies he's been in just in case i recognized him and uh nothing i recognize but he has played a character called fat dog before <laughs> it was the title character of the thing he was in
0: what was it called it
1: was i don't something about fat dog <laughs>
0: Buddy's getting drunk in the mail room Mm -hmm. with his new friend, and his father is trying to brainstorm ideas they get in touch with a famous children's author
2: yeah it's like him that's, andy richter and kyle gas who are his like top writers
1: uh-huh that's their big idea and their like, big
2: idea is getting another guy yeah miles finch
1: but he gets a he gets a call he's like you gotta you gotta see what's going on in the mailroom. it's horrible and he's just like dancing around and getting yeah, everybody just, well dance. he's on the
0: phone with miles finch the very important writer yeah. and miles is a Dick he yeah. wants this
2: car the car to pick him up to be like a specific temperature.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Um and then Amy Sedaris dings in uh and this is like insane that she did this as yeah. a secretary yeah. even like to interrupt the call especially after he says get off the call, get off the call. It's, but she keeps talking twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really is just there's an issue in the mailroom. You could have waited yeah. Yeah. because the issue was Buddy's dancing. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they're why, dancing. They're all dancing. Why yeah. Is this they're just guy, dancing.
1: Why is this guy in charge of what happens in the mailroom? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not his job. It's definitely someone else who would have been more appropriate to contact about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Buddy's dancing. That's it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, we missed his date. He goes on the date with Jovi.
1: Yeah. They have a good old time. They
2: have a really great time together.
0: And she... Uh, gives him a little kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and they and
0: again, why isn't she thinking, is he mentally disabled? Does yeah. he have a learning disability? Because yeah. the
1: activities, it's very Manic Pixie Dream boyish. ish Yeah, but, he
0: takes it
2: out of the world's best cup of coffee, which is just a crappy cup of coffee. Yeah,
1: they run around in... Um, no, this is earlier. He gets obsessed by the. Um, no, he the did earlier doors.
0: and he's showing her yeah. how much fun before, it is. He goes through
2: a revolving door until he barfs and he just does it again.
0: Yeah. So he decides that it's the best ride ever yeah. and he takes her to the exact same revolving door where he did that before. <laughs> to give give her the instructions on how best to do it. Yeah. Which is just him going round and round and round really fast. Pretty great.
2: Yeah, he takes her to see a tree that he thinks is really big, but it's in like a window display and it's not that big. It's like normal size, so she takes him to see the Rockefeller Center tree. Uh-huh. And they go really ice. rest And then they go ice skating. And they kiss. It's, and it's adorable. Yay. It's adorable.
1: Yay. So, Buddy's had his mailroom kerfuffle. Yeah. Dad's mad. He's at his wits end. The author shows up.
0: Yeah, the author shows up, played by... Peter
1: Dinklage. Yeah.
0: Peter Dinklage. I the Dinkman. Man. Love Peter Dinklage. Um, everyone's frightened and terrified of him because he's such a successful writer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so they're in there and he's like, what? He goes in the conference room with them and he's like, what ideas? What new ideas do you have? Like, give me some ideas. One of them is about tomato, whatever. My favorite is... An asparagus, yeah. an asparagus tribe that feel self-conscious about the way their pee smells. Yeah. yeah.
2: He tells them not to do anything about whole farms because they're too vulnerable. Yeah,
0: which is it's Well, like, nothing to do about tomatoes yeah. because they're too vulnerable. Yeah. yeah these and nothing the... to do about farms because everyone's doing farms. But these, then later, his
2: idea, oh yeah.
1: These are the ideas that like the assistants, the, uh, Andy Richter and Josh Gad are presenting Kyle to... Gah. Kyle Gass. Kyle Gass. <laughs> Sorry, Josh Gad. Kyle Gas are presenting to the children's author as like, maybe we can start with these ideas. But yeah, he says that the is too vulnerable. Kids are vulnerable enough as it is. Kids like to relate to vulnerable characters.
2: Yeah. Eventually, they're like looking through his idea book, and one of his ideas in there is a peach. And yeah. as they say, what's more vulnerable than a peach? What is? <laughs>
1: but he uh, he's right about to tell him his big ideas. Like, here's one I really got a boner about. I'm say especially that,
0: psyched out of my mind. Yeah, I love that. Like, it's so intense, this children's
1: book. Uh But Buddy busts in, and he sees Peter Dinklage.
0: Well, Buddy busts in saying, I'm in love! Yeah. Yeah. And he That's
2: just spins. second most quoted line, <laughs> it's, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I
0: don't care who knows it. <laughs> like, why would you care? So it's good. so good.
1: He thinks that Peter Dinklage is an elf, mm-hmm. and he will not stop um, call him an elf. Oh, did you, oh, so did, did, did you ride a reindeer down from the North Pole? And here's the third unnecessary fight in the movie. Cause he's like, call me off one more time. Instead of just like getting mad and being like, I can't believe this treatment. And, Reasonably so, and walking out, Mm -hmm. he like karate kicks. He like runs across the table, jumps on him. Like they get in a fight, and then he leaves.
2: Mm -hmm. But he leaves his book of ideas.
1: Yeah, and flash forward to when they're panicking because they don't have an idea for Christmas (laughs) Eve, and they're just like, "Let's just steal one from his book."
2: Well, the thing is, they (laughs) are panicking because they don't have an idea, (laughs) and they say. Breakthrough! We found his book in the conference room!
1: Yeah. That's
0: their breakthrough idea.
1: They're bad, but also, like, legally, this is a really stupid idea. Yeah,
0: it's really dumb. <laughs>
1: to steal his shit. But before then, he's has like, after this happens, he's like, buddy, you suck, get out of here. I don't care if you're my son, you're awful. Mm-hmm. He goes home and he writes, like, a letter on the Etch-A-Sketch about how he he's... doesn't...
0: He doesn't fit anywhere, Mm -hmm. and he's sorry that he... He says,
1: I'm sorry I ruined your lives and crammed 11 cookies in the VCR. (laughs) Um, And he goes off, and he's basically going to kill himself. He's standing on the bridge, much like in Mm -hmm. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And instead sees Santa coming down, who's had uh, the cheerometer or whatever. The clausometer is super low because of the Christmas... Because of the Christmas cheer, but yeah, and
2: his jet engine is failing. Yeah, his jet yeah. engine's
0: failing that they usually use. Mm-hmm. He at one
2: point mentions that they use that now because people's Christmas cheer isn't that high. And Buddy yeah. says, "That's shocking.
1: <laughs> yeah, very ridiculous."
2: <laughs> <It is shocking. laughs>
1: he lands in Central Park. Buddy finds him and. Uh, then, uh, simultaneously, the dad's out looking for him because they've had the big meeting with the board, like, on Christmas Eve at night, which is a weird time to have it. Yeah, And they're about to tell—he's about to reveal the big idea. So his other son, the younger child, busts in. And he's like, buddy has gone. He left us a note. And the dad's like, hold on just one second. He's like, it's all about you.
0: Well, he has a great line. He says— of course you don't want to do anything. Buddy cares about everyone, and you only care about yourself.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. None and that's less, what gets him. Nonetheless, I think it's kind of bullshit that he's just like, I'm going to quit my job and <laughs> go help you look for Buddy. Because I don't
0: think so. Because it's a shitty company. They're stealing an idea from another person. He's sacrificed so much of his life for this company. He mm-hmm. doesn't own the company. He's no. just a bigwig in it. And yet he works for an asshole that tells his kid to shut up. And tells him, look, I wanna on Christmas Eve, I don't care I overheard your other son is missing. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. That's true. I don't true. care about that. I wanna hear this pitch. I would fucking quit too.
1: That's true. I just think when you've got a kid and you've got a pretty expensive apartment, I mean he probably has some money and savings. He's but got
0: money and savings and I'm sure he does. And stock. He's got connections yeah. to um to authors
2: that he could bring on board that's true. with him.
1: And Mary Steenbergen is she's like a lawyer. She's super understanding yeah. too. Like she would, she would get it. But yeah, they could make it. He
0: absolutely
1: can quit that fucking job. That's true. That's true. So he does. He says, "What? Go screw off." He says, "Screw you."
2: But first, the guy says something to his kid, like, Uh "We got to wait a little bit, son." And he really, really casually, weirdly (laughs) says, "Like, "Mm, don't talk to my son." (laughs) And
1: don't tell my son what to do. Yeah, but he
2: says it in such a weird, like. (laughs)
0: Well, it's because he's finally growing a spine and a heart and realizing that his family is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a
1: weird feeling. He's not sure how he should act, so it comes out strange. So So they
0: go to
2: Central Park. Meanwhile, there's a big crowd. It's gathered because they saw something fly to the sky into Central Park.
1: Yeah, and there's a. It's great when um, Mary Steenburgen is at home with the son watching TV because the news report is talking about this, and they stop it. The first thing the other anchor says is, "I'm sorry to interrupt your first big story." There's
2: this whole runner about like it's her first big
0: story and everybody <laughs> loves her. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's really it's funny. Very strange.
1: And then she's like, "But I've got to present." So there's there's something else that's happened that's really important, which is that they see Buddy, which is, it's just, they see a strange man walking, but it just looks like the Bigfoot. Yeah, Uh, he's
0: walking like Bigfoot. It's (laughs) awesome Bigfoot
1: footage. Why Mm -hmm. would you interrupt a story to tell this other non-story about a man walking?
2: And then when she's she's interviewing people to ask them if they saw anything, this is when she interviews Matt Walsh, Mm -hmm. and he... He, he just says, like, yeah, in response to all of her questions. and then It's like, your eyes really tell the story. He's really in love with her. Um, yeah, really he really funny.
0: loves her. This weird. weird yeah, this is They like- report about the Central Park Rangers are going into Central Park to yeah. take down Santa. And they're essentially the four horsemen. Yeah, uh-huh. they're
2: like the... Um, the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's very, it's it's very funny because an older movie could have just ended right here and been like, "We're gonna figure it out, we love each other." But instead, there's this whole other chapter about the Central Park Rangers mm-hmm. and this like reporter. Um, but yeah, the Central Park Rangers are gonna go get Santa, which we find out it's because Santa's put them on the naughty list and he never forgave them. Yeah, uh, the dad James Khan like puts the Santa suit on. Yeah. Um, and to, like, distract. And it doesn't is, work
0: at all. They just go right past him. It's yeah. completely gives unnecessary. Give Santa zero time. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: then the kid steals Santa's book.
1: His naughty and nice list, which yeah. got him to believe that he was the real deal. So he takes it to the reporter, starts reading shit off, and mm-hmm. everybody gets everybody gets to hear their wish read aloud, which all these people are members Not of.
0: everybody. Pe- three kids and then the news it's, anchor. That's and true. And that guy in the bar.
1: Yeah. Who yeah.
2: <laughs> wants a massage. The name
1: are people who worked on the film just a nice little touch just Aww. a shout out to the crew
2: jovi is watching the news yes and she sees what's going on and it's like i've got to get down there it's buddy and runs out and then she realizes she hears the kid talking to them and is like so you know, same like, because no one has christmas spirit and she remembers his words the best way to spread christmas cheer Is singing loud for all to hear. Mm -hmm. So she starts, she stands on a sleigh that's there for some reason and starts singing. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. And at first, it's just her. But then Mary Steenburgen joins in and isn't very good at singing.
0: <laughs> no,
1: she's not. <laughs> yeah,
0: which is wonderful, because I yeah. think that made other people even more so join in. Yeah. It's really funny, though, because you think then that the son is the next to sing. But if you look in the background, the extras have already been singing. Yeah. <laughs> um. um. So they're singing, Santa's sleigh starting to go up and buddy's trying to fix it so it can really fly and the Rangers are getting closer. And the son looks up at the father and sees that he's not singing, he's just mouthing the words. I love
2: that. No, I don't know why. But that's so funny to me that he would just keep mouthing the words. Yeah, he's
0: just so not into it. Yeah. Even
1: though he's just like been proven that Santa exists, he's... his whole world has changed.
0: Yeah, but he's still like, <laughs> he's eh, still like I don't feel sing. like singing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so when the son says that he's like, okay, I'll sing. And as soon as he starts singing, the sleigh gets a boost of energy. And thank God, yeah, because yeah.
2: everyone would have died.
0: Yeah, especially him first. Yeah, because right they were him. right behind him. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's coming right. They for were him.
0: all going to be decapitated <sighs> by crazy. the sleigh.
1: Thank God he started singing. Saved all their lives. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then they fly off, and Buddy waves goodbye to them, and the news anchor watches them. Leave, but the camera doesn't pick it up. Yeah. So the anchor on in the studio says, "Guess we'll never know what happened Christmas Eve
1: in Central Park."
0: Yeah. Like if they just.
1: Yeah, then you would have. Yeah, it if, if
0: you moved your camera up,
1: <laughs> this is such a big. We all story. would have known. <laughs> and
0: did no one take out their cell phone? Right? I know. Yeah.
1: Guess this was before cell phone videos. Oh yeah,
0: it was two thousand three. So yeah, probably this most movie had made ten oh, years yeah, later. Yeah. Was, Man, you could do so much more shit before cell yeah. phone
1: videos. <laughs> so we find out the epilogue is that they all become a big family. His uh, Dad
2: opens a, his own children's book publishing company, and Buddy writes a book about his journey to Yeah, New York.
1: which should have been their idea long before this, like when they ran out of ideas yeah. and they were like, we should, we gotta bring this other guy in. I'm just sitting there going like, just write about Buddy!
0: I wouldn't have thought to write a book about the deranged delusions of my newfound son. Yeah. That's true. I, that's something that I feel like I need to take him to a therapist, to mm-hmm. a doctor.
1: That's true. See if he's
0: okay. Would
1: have seemed in poor taste at the very least. Mm-hmm. They even get to meet Papa Elf.
2: Yeah, Jovi marries Buddy, presumably, and they have a baby. Which Which I
0: don't agree with. Buddy does not have sex. I know. There's no way.
2: I like them as a couple. I'm fine with them being married. But Buddy doesn't have sex.
0: Yeah, Buddy doesn't have sex. Not in that.
1: Maybe now he's gotten a little more mature.
0: (laughs) I I would think that it would be so gross. Because he's so childlike. For him to have sex like it. He, he's gonna be, continue that innocence and yeah. it would just be awkward and weird and gross and he probably would be like yeah this is fun yeah <laughs> i like the feeling of this you
1: guys are really complicating my mary fuck kill
0: <laughs> well it's the truth like it would be weird and he'd be like that was a great fun game but yeah. he's
1: he's not a child he's just an immature dude and now he's more mature and <laughs> he's now- not
0: really more mature though <laughs> no he's not because he still gets on his father's, <laughs> lap, on his it's father's true. lap with the baby <laughs> <laughs> instead of handing him the baby he sits on his father's lap with the baby
1: that's true
0: that's I'm, pretty much how the movie ends I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not
1: changing my Mary fuck though <laughs> But that, yeah, that's about how it ends. And and they live happily ever after. And then
2: snow falls from the movie theater ceiling. And if you're me, you get overwhelmed with emotion and you cry a little bit
1: secretly. (laughs) It's a very Um, emotional ending. But uh, on that note,
0: Mary fuck
1: fuck Hill! City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, filled with people you want to marry
0: and fuck.
1: Would either of y'all like to start us off?
2: Nope, don't care. You do it. You got him ready to go. Okay.
1: him yeah, it. Well, uh, since we were just on that note, I'll lead off with my fuck. Now, I'm presuming Buddy has spent some time in the world. He's matured, even, but he's retained his enthusiasm that's made him so likable. So I would fuck Buddy. Because, <laughs> as you said, he would be super enthusiastic about whatever, and he's very eager to please. Mm-hmm. So, assuming that he no longer acts like a five-year-old, but is still just charming and loving, I would fuck Buddy. Uh, I would uh, marry Bob Newhart from the beginning because he he's never so has kids. He he's has a wife. No he's a very fatherly figure. He's very caring, but also I love his narration style. It's very—it's not like super enthusiastic. It's just the right amount of character. He's just a confident dude who knows he's going to do a good job. It doesn't have to be like, ah, this is the story of Buddy. He has all the things I would need out of a husband. Uh, so I would marry that man Bob Newhart the elf And I would kill um, I guess I would kill that Santa Because he clearly has some anger issues The mall Santa oh, okay. <laughs> Even though he's parading around as a Santa Claus uh, There's no need for that fight <laughs> He wants to beat him with a pipe If he had hit him he would have died The movie would have been over Yeah. So I would kill that mall Santa Fair uh, Who wants to go next?
2: Uh, I can go All
1: right, Carrie
2: Um I haven't done one of these in a while, so I thought I would do the old trio uh, where I I found three like characters and pick between them. So I'm going to do the Claymation characters. <laughs> um, first of all, I would marry... The little, I would enter into a plural marriage with like the puffin and the polar bear and the walrus. I just think they're so cute. <laughs> they get really emotional when their friend buddy leaves. When them starts crying, they hold hands. I love them. <laughs> I would fuck the Christmas narwhal because he knows the secrets of the deep, and I don't know what deep dark secrets he could bring to the table sexually, but I bet. It'd be good, plus that big old horn.
1: Yeah, that big long horn That
2: Big ol' horn. And I would kill Leon, the jazzy snowman. I just wanna see if I could even. Because I feel like I couldn't. I feel like I could murder him in every way possible and he would just like I could melt him and he would just be like a living puddle. Yeah. Who's like, it's okay, I'm just gonna evaporate soon. And then he'd be a cloud again, and then eventually he'd be rain or snow. And I just want to see how long I could keep killing
0: him, and he'd keep <laughs> coming back for.
1: <laughs> uh, Sarah, how about you?
0: Okay, I would marry Santa to then educate the elves of a better life, and that they could <laughs> achieve more. Than what they believe that they can. That you can be anything you want to be. And you don't have to just be three different occupations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's the only, and that's really the only reason I would marry him. So <laughs> that I'd be surrounded to by them and though. yeah, I would liberate them. So like I'm going on the inside to liberate them. Nice. And also like, I bet Santa gets freaky. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll enjoy my time. Uh, so I'll marry him. I'm curious to fuck buddy. <laughs> Just to see what it's like. <laughs> Just to see what it's like. Because I I know that he isn't mentally disabled, have a learning disability, or is a child. Uh, he's in this movie. They say that he's mm-hmm. 30 years old. Yeah. He's a 30-year-old man. I, I'm just, I'm intrigued.
1: I guess the downside for both of us would be that syrup would definitely be involved in some really gross way.
0: I'm not allowing it. <laughs> uh, but I'm intrigued. I, I'm intrigued about that. So I, I would fuck him, and I would only do it once. Nice. Um, and done. <laughs> uh, and then I would kill... The boss, the head of the organization. Oh, yeah. The one that was like, fuck your missing son, and also it's Christmas Eve, I want to see a presentation.
1: <laughs> Maybe he just likes presentations. I'd kill him. <laughs> <this> thing is. <laughs> yeah, he is the worst. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we learn from this, guys?
2: Oh, my God. It's hard for me to pick out something that I've learned because I feel like I've gleaned all the lessons that I can from it
1: mm-hmm. over the years.
2: I mean... I've always learned over and over again how much I love singing obnoxiously loudly, even though I'm not good at it.
1: Nice. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's another relearning thing as well. I relearned that New York can be a magical place. Yeah. Uh, I want to, like, see it through buddy's eyes, so maybe I'll make an attempt to do that from now <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, what did you learn or relearn?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did I learn from watching Elf? I... I... Learned once again that Will Ferrell is a great actor. Yeah, yeah, and it's not—it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't—I didn't learn shit.
1: <laughs> I didn't learn give,
0: damn thing. People
1: give Will Ferrell shit for playing like the same parts over and over again, the same types of characters. He's I
0: good. I enjoy him. Yeah, okay. you know who else did that? Who? Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, so yeah. he's
1: basically Humphrey Bogart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and really,
2: Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Like a lot of those classic, A lot of actors in general. He's just a
0: yeah. character actor, okay? Yeah.
1: He's, you know, maybe he doesn't have the biggest Marjorie range. Marjorie
0: Maine's my favorite, and she pretty much played the exact same character her entire career. Mm-hmm.
1: He may not have the biggest range, but he definitely has the biggest heart.
0: And he's the biggest long legs,
2: because he's tall.
1: And not the biggest dick. That's the narwhal. Because you know what they say about a sea creature with a big horn. <laughs> it's
0: a narwhal. It's yep. Italy, that's, <laughs> that's what, what they say.
1: Uh, what do we uh, have to plug?
0: So I have a show on Friday at 9.30 if you're in New York at the Tank Theater.
1: Nice. What's mm. that date? Uh, uh,
0: Friday.
2: The 17th, I think. My mom's birthday and,
0: yeah. and Patrick's day. Friday the 17th at 9 30 p.m. at the tank. Happy birthday, mom.
1: <laughs> Check it out. Uh, Carrie, do you have anything to plug?
2: Um, As always, I've got what's in your rotten soul.tumblr.com. Other than that, I'm just plugging in being on Spring Break this week.
1: Yeah, spring Break! Wee! Spring break. Uh, I'll plug once again. Uh, find me on Nintendo <laughs> <Find> Switch. <me. laughs> I don't remember. Find me. Find me. Well,
0: yeah, that's my plug. Come find me and let's be friends.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Follow me on Twitter at Sarah Vance. I don't think I should tell people follow me on Twitter. I hardly ever use Twitter anymore. Follow, follow me in real life.
1: Yeah, just follow yeah, me Yeah, follow around. me
0: in real life. Follow me on Twitter at Sarah Vance, Instagram at Miss Sarah Catherine, and in life.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a few feet behind. As
2: person walking down street.
1: <laughs> uh carry at uh twitter Z
2: griffin s e e e i'm also on instagram it's caro e syrup and carol with a z like my name yeah. and i'm on the street a short curly haired lady <laughs>
1: I am on Twitter at Zach Kaplan Z a c h k a p l a n. Do not follow me in real life. I will get creeped out.
2: Did you want to read out your no, switch code?
1: I don't. If you want my switch code, listen to the last episode. <laughs> I read it out then. I don't want to look it up now. It's very long. Nintendo, get your shit together. Friend codes are the worst. Uh, and also follow the podcast at uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Jingle Friends. Also uh, look us up on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Tell your friends. Jesus, you guys got a lot of shit. You. You got to do. You got to yeah. do it. It's homework. <laughs> homework. And of your course. Your other
0: homework is I want you to close your eyes and think, how can I treat myself today?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then do that little treat. If it's not illegal, man, fuck it. If it is. It depends. car Depends <laughs>
2: on what the illegal thing is. As
0: yeah. long as it doesn't harm another living being. Onker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, come back every Wednesday for a new episode of Jingle Friends. And, as always, we love you. Love you. I'm here with my dad. And we never met. And he wants me to sing him a song. (laughs) And um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you.
0: Wow. That was weird. Maggie's resting her feet on your butt right now. It's very funny. You know she has this thing where like she always wants to be touching me a little (laughs) bit.
1: Cutie patootie.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much the best.